0: hi welcome to the first episode of release it's really funny saying that out loud because this podcast has shaped it has shaped up to be much different than what i had initially thought that it would be or be about it kind of started out as a place for me to rant about black or poc issues that nobody was really talking about as this idea kind of came to me around the time that the black lives movement black lives matter movement was kind of at its peak in terms of media involvement and stuff like that and i realized that i was coming at it as at i was coming at it from a place of analysis and a place of pain i just needed somewhere to vent i felt like all of these identities that i claimed all of these things that i am and identify with were being horribly degraded and portrayed in a way that frustrated me. And I knew that if my words or my pain got to the right audience, it would be received with understanding. And I guess I just needed that community in the time that things didn't look that bright for a person, say a black person existing. But I found that I was kind of limiting myself and the experiences of the communities that I'm a part of. Uh, I realized that media focuses on POC issues a lot, but it's never in the way that we wanna be portrayed. They take our storylines, They take our pain and they repurpose it into storylines and love songs and things that make it digestible. And then us as a society kind of separate ourselves from it and we don't realize that it's very reflective of real life. And I didn't want to be a part of that kind of narrative because the things that unite us as... Black people, people of color, women, whatever identity you want to focus on and whatever identity that is important to you and the way that you live your life, um, you shouldn't, we shouldn't be bonding over our trauma. Like That shouldn't be the thing that brings us together as a community. Of course, if it comes up and I talk to somebody about an issue in the community that's really affecting me, then yes, but I don't want to base this whole podcast on such a limiting idea. I want to explore whatever is on my heart. And one week, it might be, oh my God, this horrible thing is happening to Black people. And then another week, it might be, oh my god, Frank Ocean has a new album, or oh my god, look at this thing that's happening with tarot, or something that I'm personally interested in. And I've also realized that I am surrounded by so many wonderful and talented and insightful people that are able to have conversations with me about the things that I care about. And they will be able to give me their perspective and their point of view. And I want to be able to utilize that, get more voices out, and just have this safe space for us to all unite, understand, or disagree, depending. But we're doing it from a place of understanding. So, um, from the first episode, I wanted to talk about lessons that I've learned in 2021 and January of 2022. Uh, I know it's no longer the new year, but Happy New Year. Um, well, obviously it's a new year, but <laughs> I mean, it's no longer, you know, it's not acceptable anymore to say Happy New Year, but it's February 1st, so... Happy New Year. Um, So the first lesson that I was taught or I had to learn in 2021 is not to settle. So I've realized that as a society, we are kind of told that our expectations are too high. Like, for example, if you want to be in a relationship with someone and you have a very long list of expectations or a very long list of standards that you hold yourself to, that you would hold your partner to, people tell you that that's unrealistic. And that just puts you in a settling mindset because you believe that, you have to lower your standards in order to be happy but that doesn't make any sense like i have very immediate comparisons between a relationship where i settled and a relationship where it was impossible i couldn't settle because i realized that in on one hand i was so unfulfilled And I kept telling myself, okay, but nobody's perfect or not everyone is going to be able to make you happy in the way that you want to be happy. And that's such a horrible mindset to have. Just getting that out there. Clear that out of your vocabulary. We're not settling. If somebody doesn't respect your boundaries or they don't respect the way that you uphold yourself and the values that you uphold for yourself then maybe that person isn't meant to be around you or meant to be in your immediate space you can have them at a distance you can appreciate them from a distance but they don't need to be in your immediate space you should only have people that are striving even beyond what you think is the maximum of what someone can be doing for you you should have people that are striving beyond that people that make you question why you even settled in the first place and that kind of leads me to my second point which is that not all relationships are made to last for life because realistically sometimes relationships are put into our lives for a specific a specific amount of time and you are a person right you're a person and people change and you should always be striving to change and if A relationship that suited you a year ago, two years ago, even a month ago. If it no longer suits you, then you have to let it go. You're creating space for something that suits the you of now. Because if you keep all those old relationships around you and you keep all those people that no longer serve you around you, then you're doing yourself a disservice. Because if you are changing and you are shifting and you're becoming uncomfortable with the things that the people around you promote and you're not doing anything about it, you're kind of just sitting there and saying, oh, well, they're my friend and we're for lifers. That is so fucking toxic. But that's for another day. Um, You are being a hypocrite. You're genuinely being a hypocrite and you need to understand that it's unfair to you and it's also unfair to the other person. It's unfair to you in the sense that you're kind of taking up space that could be cleared out, um, space that can be purified and space that can be opened up for the people that are supposed to be in your life for this new season of your life again that relationship might only last a year two years a month again but it's a continuous cycle of holding the people that you hold in your life accountable because if you start to elevate your consciousness or Or you start to have a different mindset than the people that are around you. Like, let's say you always go out and you're a party girl. Ooh, I'm always drinking. I'm drunk. Uh, But then you start to realize that maybe the partying lifestyle isn't for you. Because you are a part of... Maybe it's not even about elevation of consciousness. Like, oh, I want to sit in my room all day and I don't want to party. I don't want to have fun. No, no. Maybe the partying scene just isn't for you because it's hot, it's stuffy. There are men that are preying on young intoxicated girls. And that's the point. And you don't want to be a part of that scene and that's okay. That's okay. And then on the other side, you're doing the person in your life a disservice because you're giving them false hope. You're also giving them inauthentic love. Because as soon as you start to have a doubt in your mind about a relationship and you never bring it up, it's gonna slowly turn into resentment and unfortunately, it's gonna turn into hate. And you can't go in front of someone that you claim to love, platonic or romantic, someone you claim to love and then show them fakeness. Again, hypocrisy. So it's better for the both of you guys if you acknowledge the issues or the growth and understand that it's never bad blood or Ooh, we have beef. It's more like this is needed to grow for my growth and for your growth. We're going in different directions and that's okay. It's always okay to accept your growth. And to tie on to that, my third point is that your boundaries come first. I just realize all three of these all tie in, but yeah. I've learned a lot about relationships last year, but your boundaries always come first. Just like the way that your standards are never too high for another person, your boundaries are the most important thing that you need to uphold. There is nobody on this earth, I don't care if it is your Jamaican mother, your Jamaican grandmother, your Trinidadian grandfather, I do not care. It's important for you. The only reason I use Caribbean examples is because I am Jamaican. Shout out Jamaica. And eh, Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> anyway um, yeah, your boundaries are so important to you as a person. And you need to make sure that the people that you're engaging with respect you on that level that they can say, she doesn't like it. He doesn't like it, they don't like it when I when I don't communicate for a long period of time. Let's just say that. Because regardless of if that person is using their lack of communication to blatantly say, I don't respect your boundaries or not, it's probably not the case. But you say, if you don't communicate with me, then sorry, but... Or maybe that's a bad example. Maybe that's not a boundary. Okay, let's say you're like, okay, I don't like when people touch me. I don't like to be touched. It triggers me. If you're going to touch me or hug me, I would appreciate if I initiated that physical touch or if you asked if it was okay. That's a good example. Then every time this one person comes up to you, they're like, hey, bestie, and then they hug you. And then when you say to them, hey, I told you I don't like when you touch me without permission or just unprompted touch. It makes me uncomfortable. And if they keep doing that, then you either have a choice to repeat what your boundaries are, which you don't have to, or just stop being around them. And that may sound really harsh, like, oh, it's just a touch or, oh, it's just a lack of communication, whatever. That's important to you. And that's something that you've taken the time to understand about yourself and to be able to articulate to somebody that you think is going to respect that. And if they don't, because re- you have no control over other people's actions. The only thing you have control over is yourself and if you're uncomfortable being around this person because you feel like they're going to touch you doesn't matter how simple it is you have the right and you have the authority to say hey you either don't touch me without consent or we're no longer friends simple bing bang boom you're done okay and i guess the last thing that i wanted to talk about Um, is about releasing control i've learned i've learned i've learned i've learned this year or last year and beginning of this year too um about releasing control you literally do not have control it is an illusion control is an illusion because it doesn't matter how much you stress it doesn't matter how much anxiety you have it doesn't matter how much you worry about it if it's supposed to happen it's going to happen your stress and anxiety doesn't do anything for the situation other than cause you stress and anxiety unfortunately that's that's the truth Like, unless you believe that, unless you have the control to change a situation. If the situation is, oh, I really, really, really want something, I want something really, really, really badly. And you can go out and get it, then get it. But if it's a situation that has to do with another person, or even about manifestations... You can't worry about that because let's say that you look at things from like a spiritual perspective if you're worrying and stressing about it you're not you're not allowing divine timing to take control you're literally still pushing out all this negative energy towards this thing that you really want and that could possibly delay it because the universe might be saying hey maybe you're not ready for this thing that you seem to want really badly because you're not allowing it to flow to you you're trying to force it you can never force anything um but yeah that's just my two cents um thanks for listening um yeah have a great day bye